Welcome to AM Best Audio. Welcome to this special presentation of AM Best TV. What artificial intelligence will mean for the insurance industry. I'm John Weber for AM Best TV. Over the past three days, we heard a number of experts weigh in on all the various ways they believe AI will impact the industry. Today, we talk to Arun Balakrishnan, Chairman and CEO of Exceedance. And welcome, Arun. Good to see you again. Good to see you as well, John. And Arun, I can't help but wonder, after listening to many of these experts talk about AI, we just don't know what we just don't know. <laughs> That's well said, right? I think these are frontiers of innovation, which we are all collectively figuring out, right? So um, it reminds me of a very old saying I'd heard from somebody is like, we always overestimate the potential of technology in the short run and underestimate it in the long run. I think nobody can imagine uh, what AI is capable of. Uh, I think 20 years down the road, we will be sitting in in a world which is very different from what it is, which I'm fairly certain we can't imagine today. <laughs> yeah. Now, Jeffrey Snyder kicked things off with a rather interesting assessment of AI. Let's give a listen to hear what he had to say. You know, we sort of, uh, you know, use the analogy, it's, it's like, uh, you know, the oil industry 150 years ago. We know there's a lot of oil down there. We know there's value. We, we just don't know how to get it out of the ground yet. That's a rather interesting assessment, Arun. What do you make of that? Well, I, I presume he's drawing an analogy of that with data, right? I mean, I think it goes without saying uh, we have a ton of data out there and data being created at a massive rate, unprecedented, if I may. Uh, and I think it's an absolutely right statement that we don't know exactly how to harness it yet. Uh, but... I think the the biggest acceleration which has happened in recent times is that the tools which make it easy, or at least easier, to extract some of the data and more importantly some insights from within that uh, have come a long way, right? And that's one of the reasons why we are seeing it such as a hot topic amongst all business executives because finally we are at a point wherein it's close to being able to harness or at least we're getting the tools which can help us harness the data which sits within our organizations um, in market participation uh, out there in the open so it is yeah he's absolutely right we don't know exactly what uh, how to take it out but we've started getting tools which can make that happen now, John Naminsky of Allianz yeah. had this to say about how AI is being deployed in the industry. Let's listen. There's a lot of value from artificial intelligence in the marketplace. Um, one example of that is automation of certain processes, whether it be certain aspects of underwriting or claims handling. Um, you know, by automating some of those processes can really help to improve a company's operational efficiency. Um, one other good example of that is where AI can be used to make recommendations and offer tailored solutions for coverages and policies based on a customer's behavioral profile, which then really creates a much more personalized experience for the customer. So Arun, is that about where AI is in the insurance industry or is there more to it? I think there's more to it, right? I think, uh, uh, so for, if I were to classify things like automating certain processes or, uh, you know, along the claims journey or underwriting and everything, I tend to put that more in the bucket of machine learning. Uh, machine learning, software, automation using software. Uh, AI to me is a bit different. 
is AI adopting that within your processes means you're comfortable for technology to make choices. So am I all for automation? Yes. And the frontiers of machine learning and aspects of uh, AI which allow us to do more of the repetitive tasks in super efficient way? Absolutely. I think that should be. But if you're talking about coverage recommendations, uh, if you're talking about claims recommendations, I think we need to, you know, test AI a bit more on that. Uh, I think we should, that's a frontier we should get to probably towards the end of adoption. That's not the place I would like to start with, right? Because there are more things and uh, more stronger implications of decisions around that. Um, so, but yeah, machine learning aspects of it, which can automate the back office, middle office, and some elements of the front office function, so to say, all for it. <laughs> Thanks, Arun. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what AI will mean for the insurance workplace of tomorrow. The thing I'm mostly excited about is how AI can be used as a force, as a force multiplier. That comes your way after the break. This is AM Best TV. We're back, and this is our special presentation, what artificial intelligence will mean for the insurance industry. My guest is Arun Balakrishnan, Chairman and CEO of Exceedance. And Arun, there's been no shortage of talk about what AI will be doing to the insurance workplace. I'm sure you've had plenty of time to think about that. If we try to extrapolate exactly how AI can fit the world we live in today or how we do the business today, uh, I think there's an opportunity for the industry to uh, look at how with these new tools, new possibilities, how can we reinvent some of the things which the way we've been doing business? For example, you know, the everybody talks to me about automating the responses to the underwriting questions we have, right? Using AI, using data out there to uh, to automate the responses and not having the consumer to ask the questions, but it always comes back to the same point: why those questions? These questions were designed. 50, 60 years ago in a different environment where the access to the kind of data wasn't there, the tools around AI were just not there. So I think that the most successful companies in the long run, as well as the companies of the future, are going to be the ones who keep technology, data, and AI at the center of designing and insurance operations, uh, rather than taking the approach of, okay, this is how we do the business today, how can AI make it better? I think there's an opportunity to leapfrog a few steps here, and we should take that. <laughs> well, let's hear what some insurance industry executives had to say about how they think AI may disrupt the insurance workplace. One thing you hear a lot is, you know, is, is, is AI going to take my job? Uh, no. Um, another underwriter who's using AI is going to take your job. Yes. But I, I'm not a, I guess I'm not a, a believer that AI is going to come in and we're going to have mass layoffs in, in the insurance industry for sure. Um, I also just don't think that we, I think we're in a hiring um, bonanza in the insurance industry, really. I mean, I think we'd love to hire more people as much as we possibly can. The thing I'm mostly excited about is how AI can be used as a force, as a force multiplier. So Arun, the consensus seems to be that AI is only going to enhance the insurance workplace. But I'm not sure I buy that. I am, I am actually in the same camp as well, John. I think uh, uh, AI is not going to replace uh, the, uh, the existing workforce, but the workforce which doesn't make AI a part of their toolkit, uh, 
that unfortunately will be replaced, right? So my, when we think about the future, uh, and one of the gentlemen uh, mentioned about the lack of talent pool or the insurance industry looking for talent to come on board. So I think if you add that in along with the workforce using AI or the current workforce upskilling itself to being more AI driven, it, it all points in the right direction. So I don't think jobs are at risk, but people unwilling to change, unwilling to adopt probably which could be new ways of doing business or are stuck in their ways for the lack of a better word, then th that's the workforce which is going to be most at risk here. Um, and w to, to illustrate by example, right, I mean, the very definition of us creating clusters of risks is because we can't look at every risk individually. Now, if it's a large risk like an oil rig, an underwriter looks at it individually, but if it's an auto policy for you, they don't because it's not efficient to do it. But what if technology made it efficient for you to look at every risk, no matter how small, in the same way? You probably come to different underwriting decisions. So I, I, I don't think that the workforce is at risk. It's, uh, it's more about people who are not willing to adopt to AI and technology as a way of doing business. Well, one thing seems to be for sure. We're going to have to coexist with artificial intelligence. Let's hear what Catherine Horowitz at the Institutes had to say about that. So it means that workers are going to need a new set of skills. They're going to need to appreciate how technology impacts not only their role, but the company and how they can support their customers more. So it's going to help them go from detect and repair to predict and prevent. But they have to have an appreciation of those technologies to know how they can leverage that for their business. So Arun, what I'm hearing is we may have an industry full of technologists as opposed to tr traditional insurance professionals. I, I again, I John, I'm not. I wouldn't exactly characterize it like that. Right? I think it's 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 about evolving skills, right? I mean, let's dial back 40, 50 years. There used to be typist schools. There were trained professionals who were typists, whose job and they were fast with it, and there was people doing those roles. Today, nobody does that. Everybody's used to it. Every it's become a part of one of life skills. You just know how to type, right? Technology is going to be no different. I mean, earlier coding was a special skill set. I mean, only the few coders. Gradually, how you interact with machines, the way it is moving, is won't require special skills, or it'll require skills which will fall into the bucket of life skills which everybody needs to know. So it's just going to be an evolution. We might not even realize it that we are becoming that way. Uh, it seems more at this point of time, but in decades. I would put this as a bucket of, okay, everybody knows it. That's how schools will be. That's how professionals would be. It just is evolution. <laughs> Interesting assessment. Thanks, Arun. When we come back, the ethics of AI in the insurance industry. Question is, who controls that data? This is AM Best TV. We're back, and I'm speaking with Arun Balakrishnan. Chairman and CEO of Exceedance on the special presentation, what artificial intelligence will mean for the insurance industry. And Arun, I've got to assume that there are going to be a number of ethical questions when it comes to AI in the insurance industry. Absolutely. I think these are questions not for AI, it is for us to resolve for AI and how we adopt for it. And um, in my opinion, John, I think uh, if we were to assume that uh, we can just let AI 
figure it out it won't happen or just telling ai these are the right things to do that's not how it works it's been trained on data which has been created by people by people who have had biases so on and so forth i think the best way we could address the dangers of ethics violation by ai when we adopt it is to take it slow uh, one of the industry leaders i admire a lot uh, describes it very well when he says is you know have a sense of urgency but don't be in a rush i think that's the best way to play it here right i mean let's take ai into the world of a wherein impact around uh, ethics and all is lesser today or non existent once we are comfortable with that we gradually start taking into decisions around claims and underwriting and work with ai to see whether ai is consistently coming out within the confirms of law right and not the biases on the data which has been trained so once we compare recalibrate enough number of times it's a machine it will learn what you want it to learn but if we were to rush the adoption of it on critical choices and matters like these that's where i think there's biggest risk have a sense of urgency but don't be in a rush i like that <laughs> well we put the question of ethics of ai in the insurance industry to a number of experts let's listen to what they had to say but do we have to worry about it making ethical decisions you're assuming that the ai is making a decision um, and and it's really not um, what the ai is doing is making a uh, in this context making a prediction based on the inputs it's received so it's no different than what we have now. Are we worried about uh, an underwriter um, making a biased decision uh, based on the inputs uh, he's he's given, or a claims manager making a biased decision based on the inputs that she's given? Um, AI, uh, to the extent it's machine learning trained on historical data, reflects that historical data, and so I think we have to be cognizant of um, and uh, and try to filter out. Uh, biases that that are reflected in that historical data. The question is, who controls that data, and are there biases within that data? So this is an area I do believe we need to be um, careful about, uh, considerate of. Uh, what are we doing with the data, and is it appropriate? Uh, it, we have to be very intentional, um, and I think everyone's agreeing. We're, there, there, there can't be blind trust in the technology. It is a tool that we need to determine how to use it appropriately. Pretty interesting assessment, Arun. What are your thoughts? Yeah, the only thing I would like to weigh in on a comment there was, it's not very different from underwriters or claims managers who could have a bias today. Yes, absolutely true. It could, they could very well have their biases. But here you have a technology which can multiply that bias thousands or million times, right? I mean, it, it, it's the scale at which damage can happen is what we need to be worried about. So it's not an exactly apples to apples comparison on that, but I agree with all of the points. Uh, you know, the bi inherent bias in the data, which is these m large language models have been trained on or AI has been trained on, will surface. Uh, so it's largely goes back to my point about rate of adoption. There are areas where rate of adoption of AI should be quick. There are some where it should be intermediate and some we should take our time. And critical decisions uh, around coverage, around claims, around whether somebody uh, is offered a policy or not, 
I think it's soon to get that in today, but gradually it could happen. <laughs> so let's sum it all up, Arun. Where is AI headed in the insurance industry, and should we be optimistic, should we be concerned, or a little of both? Uh, definitely optimistic. I think uh, you know the potential of uh, technology, AI in the insurance world is immense. Um, I would just approach it in a different manner. My, if essentially there are three components on the expense structure of an insurance company. There's your loss ratio, there's a distribution ratio, and expense ratio. So I would start with AI in expense ratio optimization. Once that frontier is done, let's move to distribution expenses and then come to loss ratio or some combination of these, but we shouldn't try to approach all three buckets uh, with the same pace um, or the same level of you know adoption rate. So, but definitely optimistic and I think the industry would be a better place with this in decades from now. Great conversation. Arun, as always, a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much, John. <laughs> that was Arun Balakrishnan, Chairman and CEO of Exceedance. This has been a special presentation of AM Best TV. I'm John Weber. Thanks for watching. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.